the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A ball of confusion is how one artist described the world we live in. Each of us is exposed daily to conflicting messages about life's moral issues, and unfortunately, this is even happening in God's church. Join us today as Pastor Rander teaches on the importance of being able to break the code and differentiate between truth and error in this message, How to Discern Truth from Error. He'll be teaching from 1 John chapter 4, verses 1-6. through 6. Now let's listen in. We test ourselves to see whether or not we are in Christ by asking these two questions of ourselves. Here's how you test yourself. Number one, am I of God? Am I of God or of the devil? Now, you're only one or the other. You can't be both at the same time. You're either saved or you're lost. You either know Jesus or you don't. You're either of God or you're of the devil. You're either going to heaven or you're going to hell. You're not going to both places at the same time. Okay, am I of God? What a question to pose to yourself, which means, have I been born of God? Have I been born again? Have I been born by the spirit of God? Have I been converted, transformed, saved, rescued, redeemed by the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ? Am I of God? You don't want to be sitting here Sunday after Sunday and you're still wondering whether or not you are, uh, whether or not you have God. You ought to know that you're saved without a doubt. And all the demons in hell cannot make you doubt the validity of your salvation. Yes. Secondly, am I overcoming deception and the spirits of false teachers? Am I overcoming deception and the spirits of false teachers? Every deception that come your way, are you falling prey to it? Or you can look at it and spot it a mile away and see it coming and say, no, I'm not biting into that. I'm not believing into that. I may not be able to explain all of that, but the spirit made me know that's not of God. Sometimes the spirit will ward off what's coming at you, even though you don't fully understand what's happening to you. You know, you may not be able to explain it and know it all, but the Holy Ghost know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He says. And then after a while, you'll learn and catch up to it. Your learning catches up to it. Am I overcoming deception and the spirits of false teachers? Or do you believe every lie that come your way? Oh, that sounds so good. My friend told me to listen to her. My friend, that's that's the best. My friend, she wouldn't lie to me. Well, maybe she did, but but it happened. (laughs) Number two, am I overcoming deception and the spirit of false teachers? The spirit of God in you is greater than anyone or anything that Satan brings against you. The spirit of God in you is greater than anyone or anything that Satan brings against you and keeps you from falling prey to deception. I love verse four. That's a great verse. Greater. Say greater. Greater. Say it again. Greater. Greater. 
A little bit louder. Greater is he that is in you than he who is in the world. The Holy Spirit who lives within you. The Holy Spirit who lives within believers enables us to conquer the seductive teachings of false teachers and also protect us from the fiery darts. You know, he, he indwells us. The Holy Spirit indwells us. The Holy Spirit also protect us because there are fiery darts that that Satan in the demonic realm are throwing at you. The darts, darts of depression, uh, darts of disbelief, the darts of doubt, you know, and, and on and on it goes. Uh, he's throwing those darts at you. So the Holy Spirit who lives within believers enables us to conquer the seductive teachers, the seductive teaching of false teachers, and also protect us from the fiery darts, schemes, and strategies that Satan unleashes against us. Listen, Satan is strategizing against you, even as we preach. You know, he's looking at you and he's planning on messing with you before you get out the doors. Sound doctrine along with the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit guarantees our victory over the flesh. Sound doctrine guarantees our victory over the world and sound doctrine guarantees our victory over Satan. That is why John says in 1 John 5, 4 and 5, 1 John 5, 4 and 5, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the son of God? Who is he who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the son of God? Now, allow me to give you this ways you can be deceived by the world, which hinders you from identifying false teachers, ways you can be deceived, ways you can be deceived by the world, which hinders you from identifying false teachers. I'm going to give you some ways you can be deceived by the world, which hinders you from identifying false teachers. A, believing that there are many paths to God and Jesus is only one of many ways. That's devilish. That's damnable. John 14, 6 says, I'm the way, truth and life. He's the only way. There are not many paths to heaven. There's not many paths to salvation. Believing that there are many paths to God and Jesus is the only one, only one of those many ways. B, believing that you can sin and suffer no negative consequences. Look at that. Believing that you can sin and suffer no negative consequences. Romans six twenty three. These are ways you can be deceived by the world, which hinders you from identifying false teachers. See, you can be deceived by believing that you can read, see, or listen to anything that you want and not be corrupted. This is deception. You can be deceived by believing that you can read, see, or listen to anything that you want and not be corrupted. That's a lie from the pits of hell. Galatians 6, 7, and 8. D, another deception, believing that you must gain the approval of people to be happy. 
Galatians 1.10, believing that you must gain the approval of people to be happy. That's, that's deception. Uh, e, you can be deceived by believing that an abundance of money and material things can make you happy. First Timothy 6.10, you can be deceived by believing that an abundance of money and material things can make you happy. First Timothy 6.10, F, believing that eating food, drinking alcohol, or using drugs can relieve stress and make you happy. Proverbs 23.21, again, believing that eating food, drinking alcohol, or using drugs can relieve your stress and make you happy. That's a deception and a lie. Proverbs 23, 21 and G, you can be deceived by believing that gratifying sexual lust will bring lasting satisfaction without negative consequences. Again, you can be deceived by believing that gratifying sexual lust will bring lasting satisfaction without negative consequences. Ephesians 4.22 and 1 Peter 2.11. Beloved, if you unknowingly uh, deceive, if you are unknowingly deceived, then you are not able to identify those who are false teachers or any person who is intent on deceiving you. Again, if you are unknowingly deceived, then you are not able to identify those who are false teachers or any person who are who's intent on deceiving you. Look at verses five and six. Test the followers of teachers. Test the followers of teachers. Verses five and six. Verses five and six. First John four, five and six says they are of the world. Therefore, they speak as of the world and the world hears them. We of God. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this, we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. The reason some in the church end up being seduced by false teachers is because they love the world and the things in it. They are blinded by worldly attractions, which interferes with their ability to discern genuine teachers from those who are false. There are carnal believers, say carnal believers. There are carnal believers in the congregation who speak like the world, behave like the world, dress like the world and take pleasure in the things of this world system because they love the things of the world, which causes them to be deceived and fall prey to false teachers. Verse six B says he who is not of God does not hear us. He who is not of God does not hear us. Those who reject God and refuse to hear his word validate that they are not of God. I don't want to hear the word word of God. I'm not about that. Keep your religion to yourself. They are validating that they are not of God. Allow me to transition. How do we test teachers to know if their message is truly from the Lord? How do we test teachers to know if their message is truly from the Lord? These insights will help you in discerning truth from error, false teachers from genuine teachers. 
How do we test teachers to know if their message is truly from the Lord? Number one, you yourself must first know the word of God for yourself. You must know the word for yourself. Second Timothy 2.15 says, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If you don't know the word of God for yourself, if you're not reading the word of God, listening to the word of God, saturating your life in the word of God, then you'll be taken for a ride by false teachers and extreme teachers and teachers who are teaching error all over the place. Number two, how do we test teachers to know if their message is truly from the Lord? Secondly, we must depend upon the Holy Spirit to enable us to detect error. We must depend upon the Holy Spirit to enable us to detect error, which keeps us from embracing lies and deception. John 16, 13, a John 16, 13, a says when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. The Holy Spirit will protect you. He will guide you. He will expose error when you allow the Holy Spirit to be in charge of your life. He will guide you into the truth and he will expose those who are teaching error. Number three, it is imperative that believers practice biblical discernment. It is absolutely imperative that believers practice biblical discernment. First Corinthians 2.13 says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Beloved, the word of God and the spirit of God helps us to identify error. The word of God and the spirit of God helps us to identify error and discern what is not from God. Number four, we test teachers by seeing if what they are teaching harmonizes with what God says in the Bible. We test teachers by seeing if what they are teaching harmonizes with what God says in the Bible. Relying on God and searching the scriptures are our best defense to keep ourselves from falling prey to false teachers. Again, Acts 17, 11 B says, in that they received the word of God with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. You have to love the word of God. You have to apply the word of God. You have to live by the word of God. The word of God must be increasing and not decreasing. And that makes for a healthy, well-balanced Christian life. Number five, do they believe and teach that Jesus is fully God and fully man? How do we test teachers to know if their message is truly from the Lord? Do they believe and teach that Jesus is fully God And fully man. John chapter one, verse 14 says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory as of the only begotten from the father, full of grace and truth. We must believe that Jesus was 100 percent God and 100 percent man. He was perfect humanity and undiminished deity. Number six, we test teachers to see if their teaching is consistent with the teachings of Christ. We test teachers to see if their teaching is consistent with the teaching of Christ. Are they teaching like Christ taught? 
Are they teaching the words of Christ or have they deviated from the words of Christ? Matthew 28, 20 says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. They ought to be teaching the words of Christ as Christ taught them. Number seven, do you see fruits in the teacher or preacher's or pastor's ministry? Do you see fruits such as what? What, do you, what? what should you see? What kind of fruit should you be seeing in a teacher's ministry? Uh, who's getting saved under that teacher's ministry? Is the class experiencing revival? Is the class experiencing spiritual growth? The students are growing spiritually. Is the class experiencing numerical growth? I mean, the class start off with three people and 20 years later, it's still three people. Something is wrong with that picture. Uh, is the Sunday school class or Bible study class or whatever class you're in online, uh, however you're doing it, is there a spiritual freedom of folk? Are they spiraling into bondage? There ought to be a emancipation. There ought to be spiritual freedom. Is there joy in the lives of believers because of being taught by that teacher so wonderfully in the spirit of God? Do you see saints getting more closer and more serious about the Lord from the teacher's ministry? The goal is not to make the class like the teacher. The goal is to see the students become more like Christ. Why don't you say amen? You see, so are the saints, the students getting closer to God and are they becoming more serious about the Lord? Colossians 1.10 says, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. When a teachers of God, you will, you will see fruits being born because of that spiritual teacher. Number eight, examine the teacher's lifestyle to see whether or not it is consistent with scripture. Examine the teacher's lifestyle to see whether or not it is consistent with scripture. There's some teachers can teach the socks off and teach it accurately, theologically correct, be very astute, but their lifestyle is all raggedy. They can teach it, but they can't live it. No, you just can't teach it, you gotta live it. You gotta live it. I can't stand here and preach and then I'm chasing every woman and I'm walking all over the place and I'm clowning and acting a fool and embarrassing you. I lose the right to be heard. That's right. And, and you, oh, don't look at me. You lose the right to be heard, too, because you have a Christian testimony. You saved. You got a testimony. And I hope it's a good Christian testimony. You can't learn in here and act like a fool like that, even as individual Christians. If you're a believer, you ought to show signs that you're a believer. You ought to show signs that you've been born again. It ought to be reflected in your character, in your disposition, in your faith, in your walk, in your attitude. Folk, ought not take 15 years to discover you've been born again. <laughs> Examine the teacher's lifestyle to see whether or not it is consistent with Scripture. 1 Corinthians 11.1 1 says, be imitators of me as I am imitators of Christ. Many attach themselves to teachers who are persuasive. They attach themselves to teachers who possess great personality. They're attractive. I want a good looking teacher. I want a teacher that's appealing to me. I want an excellent orator. I want to teach. Oh, they, she got so much charisma. Look how she moves around. Move around. Come on. 
I want a cute teacher, a handsome teacher. That's why sometimes God needs to send them ugly. <laughs> but their lifestyle is not, but their lifestyle is inconsistent with, the, with what the scripture says, which results in the students' lives being left in a spiritual mess. Yeah, you got somebody that got beautiful hair and beautiful curls and look nice and can sing and, and uh, they know how to connect and they got, they got all of this stuff, but your life is in a mess. You're not growing better, you're growing worse. A teacher must have a proper theology of Christ and a lifestyle that reflects that theology. Number nine, finally. Are they living obediently to the teaching of the Bible? Are they living obediently to the teachings of the Bible? First John 4, 6b says, first John 4, 6b says, he who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. A genuine born again, spirit filled teacher of Christ will demonstrate in his or her personal life obedience to the word of God before those he teaches for those he teaches. It's not about power. It's not about control. It's not about manipulation. All you want is to see people look just like Jesus and to grow in his likeness. Teachers, the worst thing you can do is have a hidden agenda uh, with your students. Also, he or she will must not add anything to the word of God. You teach it for what it is. You don't add anything from it. You don't take anything from the word of God. You don't adulterate the word of God. You don't tamper with the word of God. He or she will humbly teach the word of God, preach and submit to it. Beloved, there is too much at stake against your family in this world to be sitting under someone with a loose life and a false theology. Loose life and false theology. God holds you accountable and you will answer to the Lord if you lead your family into spiritual disaster because they're sitting under someone who's wreaking havoc spiritually in your life. This is a very dangerous world. Satan is very, very busy. And there's a lot of messaging going on out there. A lot of tweets going on out there. Folk are following everybody out there. Everybody got a word. Everybody got a word. But all those words are not right. I declare today to you, beloved, if you are spiritually lethargic, if you are spiritually asleep, if you are spiritually dull, if you are spiritually complacent, as your pastor, I'm literally shaking you to wake you out of your apathy, out of your lethargy. And I'm saying with all my heart, wake up, wake up, wake up. The time is at hand. It's time to teach your children. It's time to be about the father's business. Wake up. Don't be duped. Don't be deceived. Don't, don't fall for anything. Know the truth because only the truth of the word of God will set your soul free. And all God's children said, amen. And Father, we thank you for this word. It's 
not a popular word. And many people make up their mind to come to the the Lord's house or to sit in a particular class or listen to a radio Bible study or listen to an online Bible study. And they're listening to error and they don't even know it's error because they don't have enough truth in them to discern that it's error. Father, may this message sensitize us to what is truth. Help us not to follow the voices of this world. Help us to be like the Bereans to search the scriptures to see if these things are so. And Father, help us to be determined to allow the Holy Scriptures to have the last word in our lives. And everybody's done their talking, their thinking, their politicizing, their opinions, their talk shows. What is the word from the living God? I want my Lord and my God to have the last word and to be the final authority in my life. Lest my life be ruined and spiritually ravished because of a deficiency of the word of God. I pray that we be hungry. As the scripture says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. May we be filled with the word so that our family will be well nourished, the church well fed, to have a healthy, well-balanced church with less confusion, more love, more unity, more joy, more freedom. May we leave, leave here convicted to say I am determined not to be duped by anyone because of my intimate relationship with Christ. And absolutely nothing will separate me from the love of God. In Jesus' name, and all God's children said, Amen. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, direction to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.